one up on scene. I'll be assuming Caroline Street Command. I got a two and a half story wood occupied multiple dwelling. I got heavy fire from the second floor, Charlie side. I have an exposure on the Delta side. We have one line stretch, not in operation yet. Primary searches are underway. Status of the fire is doubtful. One passing command, I'm on the first line. Welcome back. This is the newest edition of the Volley Chief. This is Chief David Leonard. Uh, I got a very special guest on today. Somebody who, in, in my fire service career, has been a, a major influence. His resume very, very impressive. So I'll, I'll definitely let him introduce himself. So, Kamish, go right ahead. Hi, Dave. Good morning, and thank you very much for the kind words. Uh, my name is Gary Parker. I'm the current fire commissioner of the Derby Fire Department, past chief, past captain, past line officer all the way through. Um, right now I'm in my 47th year of service to the Derby Fire Department, and uh, it's gone by very quickly. Yeah, I won't, I won't tell you how old I am, because that, <laughs> that might hurt a little. Uh, uh, I got to know Dave when he was a... Um, um, before grammar school, put it that way, <laughs> and uh, have have watched them grown and mature, and uh, it's been a pleasure with that. Sometimes challenging, but it's been it's been a great ride, and um, I'm happy to be here today and talk fire. All right, and uh, and also too, you know, he's very modest. He's in the State Firefighters Hall of Fame in Connecticut. Uh, he's a you're one of the engineers in the Massachusetts USAR team. That's correct. Uh, so he 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 really is very modest. Uh, He's a phenomenal cowboy, could ride a horse better than anybody in Derby. I could stay on a horse. I don't know about riding, but I could stay on. So, uh, you know, the, the commission actually came up with the idea for this episode. It's it, We just had elections, so a lot of us are, are now about to deal with or in the process of dealing with new administrations. Okay. And, and one of the things we wanted to talk about was just uh, kind of wh what you got to tell them, uh, especially in the volunteer side of things, how you introduce the fire department. Right, yeah, that's right, David. It's very important. You know, it, the way it works in Derby is um, the the commissioner is appointed by the mayor, um, and uh, his term is only two years. So uh, the commissioner's term is is every two years. It's up for grabs. Um, likewise, the the all the elected boards that w we in the fire service service need to deal with uh, are elected that same two year cycle. So, um, uh, it, you know, especially for capital improvements and, and, you know, apparatus purchases and, 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 and even, you know, everything we do now is a big purchase. Uh, we, we just went through a, a, a cycle of, burn, of purchasing uh, uh, turnout gear, um, which is another story in itself. But, but um, you know, all this stuff, it, 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 it takes years to get people up to speed sometime of, of the first of all the importance of the service we provi provide um, that's usually the easy part because they can see us every day they can see the apparatus and they hear the sirens um, you know the, most will ask you know when you see them after a big event of uh, you know what it was all about and and all that but the the challenge is to to make you know make them realize that um, you know, it, that just all that just doesn't happen. And, and you know, most of you that are listening to this, I'm sure know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, uh, uh, so, and 
just for a little background here in Derby, we we you know being a city, we have a mayor, and then we have our, our city council, which is a board of aldermen. And as as odd as it is, they kind of can't do anything without each other. So if if we need anything, you have to bring it to the mayor, bring it to the board of aldermen, and then to throw the monkey wrench into the works, uh, we have a, a tax board, and that handles all the the money for the city. So every uh, beginning of the year, the commissioner has to submit a budget to the mayor's office. Then we have to go sing for our supper to the to the tax board, and then the whole thing gets approved. In the in true, I guess you'd say, small town New England, the craziness is like the board of aldermen can override the tax board, but the tax board can't override the board of aldermen. So you 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 learn the I hate to say this, play the game, but you you become you know. One of the differences when you start moving up the ranks and you be, you you become the chief or in this case the commissioner, you become a little bit less of a, a firefighter, you'd say, and more of a politician sometimes, because that's that's who you're dealing with. You're speaking with the powers to be. Yeah, exactly right, Dave. The uh, you know the decisions, the people elect, the, the the citizens elect their representatives for government. That's our that's the method we have in Derby. And in the United States, um, and so so um, the, we we don't get to choose who makes the choices for us. We in the fire department, that comes from the voters at large. Um, what's happened, you know, the fire department in Derby used to be a, a mass of the voting block. Um, that's not the case anymore. You know, we have, we have members from surrounding towns and um, that may not vote in Derby. Um, they have a, more of a voice in their own, where the communities they live. So, so um, um, you know, we have to be very eloquent and, and deliberate in, in our information uh, exposure to these folks. And um, it, it has to start, you know, you know the, uh, as, as an example, uh, as we sit here today, we're the, the new mayor, uh, there's a new mayor that was elected in Derby. Um, his term begins a week from um, yesterday, a week from uh, December 2nd. And uh, he has not made his decision yet on, on the commissioner. So it may or may not be me. And, and, I, and I, that's fine, and I, I can, can live with that. Um, it's just that, the, you know, there's anything that the, we as a department have in, in uh, motion right now, um, uh, whoever whoever the new commissioner may be, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm more than willing to work with anybody, and we need to get everybody up to speed here to know exactly uh, where the fire department is and where we need to be so that we can avoid uh, any issues that, um, you know, similar to what we just went through. Right. We, uh, you know, the, the commission, I, again, since, since it, it was, I was fortunate to have, you know, a commissioner like you, who had so much experience that even at incidents I could turn around and, and see what you were thinking and, and bounce stuff off you. But, um, you know, tag teaming the, the city, it was a lot of education. You know, every every year during the election, even when, you know, new elections, uh, new boards, people would come and go. It's constant education of the services provided because most people just, oh, you're the fire department. But do they really know what that means, What what's entailed? Uh, what's required you know we we had like like anybody sitting in our offices we've had battles over what's the required equipment what's the required service life of, of items and and yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's never ending and it, you know it you know 
I don't want to say you have to make it fun because it's not it's not fun all the times, but you you have to be open and you have to be pleasant, and um, and you know you ha we you have to love the fire service enough to 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 get the wherewithal to 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 come you know to make yourself available uh, whenever that may be, and you know that might be for a fire alarm at two o'clock in the morning. Or it may be a series of seven o'clock meetings in the in over you know during tax board season when they're setting the budget um, uh, in in a new year. So uh, um, we have to know we have to we have to know our our uh, our knowledge base um, if by heart. I mean you can't go from notes. And uh, um, anyways, I look forward to it. You know, from from my position. I've always looked forward to it because uh, you know I, I, I enjoy working with people. Um, I, I have had the benefit uh, of having uh, gained some experience with this whole process. Uh, in, a, in a previous life, I was uh, honored to work as a Derby Public Works Director, and that, that happened to be a concurrent time period when I was the um, fire chief. So uh, I used to joke all the time and say that, you know, I work for the fire department. I volunteered at the public <laughs> works. But, uh, um, but, uh, but the, the fact is that the, that job, I mean, you know, it, it's a little bit more than a fire department. It's a much larger budget. You're dealing with people's salaries, which is always an exciting thing. And you're dealing with union contracts. Correct. Again, another, another exciting uh, topic. But, but um, you know, a lot of that is still applicable to the volunteers. I mean, even though, you know, we're not union, but I always envision in Derby, you know, we have, we operate as a department, uh, but the way the charter has the four companies set up, I look at them as really our union halls in Derby. Um, and, and each company is a little bit different. We may be getting a little bit off the, 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 the <laughs> city topic here, but I'll do it real quickly. But we have four companies. Uh, they all have individual, you know, personalities. Let's say, and uh, they're all very good at what they do, and uh, and that's fighting fires and putting fires out. And um, uh, but it's interesting the, the 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 different types of people that kind of go to each company, and it, it all works out. And it, we, like I said, we operate as a Derby Fire Department. And I, you know, I'm, I'm proud to be affiliated with this department, as does Dave as well. Um, we, we we know how to put fire out, and and we know how to uh, think on our on our feet, and um, and it shows. And um, not just not to put anything down from everybody who comes to help us, because you're all, you know, in order to pay play in our field, we're happy to have you with us, and we're happy to play in your field. Yeah, and. Uh... You know, we, we did talk in one of the earlier episodes. We talked about the makeup of the department and, and you know, what reasons why I think we're so well set up around here. And uh, so, like I said, we, we have the new mayor coming in. So what, what would you say, Kamesh, would be the, the number one piece of advice that you would give to a newly elected official about how to manage a volunteer fire department? <laughs> Where do you start? <laughs> um, uh, I, I think... The mayor, you know, the, this mayor or any mayor needs to be open-minded first of all, and and willing to to give this department some some of his time, or her time, because it it, it, it as as you know it's 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 uh, these are not simple topics at times to explain, 
uh, when it comes into uh, shelf life of equipment or or or, or NFPA uh, uh, standards or, or or whatever it may be, um, they need to, to take the time, and they, they need to be able to, to um, put trust in the individuals that run the derby fire the fire department or the derby fire department in our case, but whatever the case may be. You have to put trust in the individuals. I mean, uh, the, the, the people running the department and take the commissioner out of, out of the mix for a second. The, the chiefs and the line officers, I mean, they're, they're, they're running a million dollar piece of a fire apparatus down the road. Um, we, we, we trust them to run that. We trust them to save people's lives. And, and not to mention the, you know, the, the, the dangerous work that, that we do daily. Uh, as a volunteer, I mean, no one asks anybody to do uh, uh, to be here. They're, they're all here because they want to be here, and and I would ask that any mayor would respect that number one, and um, and just give give the department time to uh, his time to uh, so that he may learn a little piece of, of what's required and know what the needs really are. And then we've done other things too, you know, over the years, right? We, we did the typical, you know, we created the PowerPoints. We would attend the monthly meetings, you know, uh, the commissioner's required to give a report every month to the, to the city council, the board of aldermen, you know, th those are other great ways, you know, to, uh, to meet with them. I, I, I believe, I, I believe again, I, I, when I, my tenure as chief, I had three different commissioners, but didn't we take them on the tour? Yeah. That was you, correct? Yeah. <laughs> We actually did a night where we took all the elected officials and did a tour of the firehouses and brought them around to show them, you know, the, the, the apparatus, the buildings, what our deficiencies are. And, and like you said, it's a lot of time consuming because they're, they're coming in and the fire department is one piece of the pie. And, and, you know, I've told a few elected officials in my day that, you know, the, the fire department will probably be your biggest headache. And I, I don't mean it negatively, but the problem is a, a lot of people – and a lot of politicians, especially in the smaller communities, because of the fact that the, the fire department is volunteer, they they lower you on the priority scale, and they you know they oh well they're just volunteers, and, and you know that's the wrong foot to get off on. You you've got to hit them professionally. You know come in like you said, be prepared, ha have your your ducks in a row, have your homework done, you know, and show them what the fire department does, how it works. The idiosyncrasies of them, the the you know, like you mentioned, the nuances of our regulations and our rules. You know, even think about just trying to explain to a layperson how the NFPA, you know, has regulations but can't enforce them, so they rely on OSHA to do that right. and and all of that. And you know, we know because we've sat through a few <laughs> OSHA inspections and a, a few of these issues over the years. It's just a lot of education, and you know if. As a chief, as a as a commissioner, as an officer, it's something that you've got to make time for because you have to, you know, teach the city the powers to be how the fire department works and why. That that's that's right. It takes a you know, and it's and it takes time to do that. Um, um, you know, it's 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 uh, it's on us to to um, gain gain the trust. And then we have to respect that trust once we receive it, um, and and uh, and and, con and build off of that. Um, they have to know that uh, you know. So so 
we just spent a half million dollars on turnout gear. Well, that's not the end of the road. We, you know, we need another, uh, you know, half million dollars, and that's just I'm shooting from the hip on that. <laughs> but but say for for SCBA, and uh, um, you know, bang bang bang, it's right down the list, and it's not something that we're we're making up, and that's what the that's what the where the challenge comes sometimes. It's sometimes they, they feel that they get swamped. So, um, you know, you t they need to be, we need to show them the big picture as early as we can in their political uh, uh, terms so that, uh, and, and give them the expectation up front of what they can expect that we'll, we're gonna be looking for. Um, apparatus, as an example, we're, we're looking to purchase two apparatus since 2019. Um, uh, it, it has to happen soon, or, or we're going to be in trouble in Derby. I mean, and that's not a that's that's just a fact. Um, uh, and and it's not a. And again, that may sound like a a um, a threat. It's not. It's just that you know, if we want to continue running as a Derby Fire Department, uh, the way we at the standard we've been accustomed to. Without new apparatus, we can't do that. Correct. Now we, uh, so you know, one of the things Derby has historically done a, a great job of is kicking the can down the road, and we were doing these large purchases. So instead of buying gear every year in small numbers as people came and go, we were buying bulk gear orders every five years. You know, we radio equipment. We we were buying it all bulk, and it was giving the city a lot of sticker shock. So we we worked to change that. To start more of a rotation on the equipment, so to, to soften the blow a little bit and to okay. keep stockpiles fresh and things like that, and, and that was a whole education base that that we went through and we're living. And as far as the apparatus, I, I mentioned earlier, you know, Derby has five engines, the ladder, a brush truck, utility vehicle. We actually uh, we sat down a committee, and it was in, and again for those of you in the volunteer world, you understand how hard this could be. You know, the commissioner put together a committee of, of members of the four different companies, our, our volunteer ambulance corps. They were those good senior level-headed members that you could rely on to make decisions. And we made some tough decisions. You know, we, we agreed uh, in, the, in the, the three engine companies in town have the five engines. So, so two, we have two double-engine houses and a single-engine house. The Hotchkiss actually agreed to give up an engine and replace it with a smaller utility vehicle. And, you know, again, that, that's a, a huge step for a volunteer fire department to, company to give up an engine that's and switch right. to a smaller vehicle. And what bothered us was we, we put this plan together. I mean, we were literally, I'd say, shovel-ready. We, we, had, we had specs. We had everything ready to go. We were, and it, it just dragged on. And, the, the, you know, the, the previous administration never wanted to face it. But the problem is that was four years ago. We actually, the plan would have bought two apparatus and then given the city a 10-year pause on buying fire apparatus. So now here we are, we're, we're four years into that 10-year pause, and we, you know, we're still trying to, to get those apparatus in, and it, like, it's going to be a sticker shock to the city. Yeah. Um, yes, it is. And, and, and um, it, you know, it's, it's and, and unfortunately, you know, put COVID into the middle of, of, of what it did to the entire country, not just us, the entire country. But, you know, if anybody, and I'm sure anybody listening to this is, maybe their apartments have gone through the purchase process of an apparatus. But not only have the prices gone up astronomically, 
but the the uh, lead time to get for delivery is you know depending on what you're buying it but it's three and four years out um, from the time you sign a contract not that's not that you know that's the take you forget about going out to bid it's just the signing the contract part uh, so so um, you know it's it's a problem um, you know not to mention the problem of getting keeping the volunteers motivated and in recruitment motivated enough that you have new members coming in another issue again altogether right and that and you know but but it, it is one issue but it ties in because the the city it, it, you know again we've we've had millions of conversations about this stuff the the city fa- fathers the city the powers to be have to realize that there's a direct relationship to that if you take care of the members if you buy them the shiny toys if you keep them feeling appreciated by listening to their needs and responding to their needs you keep the volunteers and that's one of the the biggest hurdles i think that as the volunteer fire service we have to clarify with with our our cities and our elected officials is that in a way and i i hate to use these but they need you know they need us more than we need them and usually they don't realize that till it's too late and you you have you've had members that have well they don't care about us you know why am i coming around and, and and that's an argument that yeah. that it's a question that we've been presented a lot lately, and I, I, you know, I think that's important for city officials to realize is that the the treatment of volunteers goes a lot farther than you know that the five hundred thousand dollars for turnout gear is, is a drop in the bucket compared to if the volunteer fire you know firefighters didn't staff the smaller communities. Yeah, it's yeah, it's I mean it, it's you know obviously. It, we can all go the route of you know comparing careers of volunteer. There's no question the volunteer is more uh, bang for the buck, and, and and you know in a case of Derby it would not be a uh, Derby would never have a career department alone. It would be a, some type of regional setup, probably with Tony at a minimum, and, and and maybe you know other towns as well. But but the uh, you know we don't want it to go there. Um, uh, you know what? What's important is that they realize, you know, the, the cost of the apparatus. Let's just take that for a second. So you're looking at a, for an engine, you know, at or near a million dollars easily, right now, um, and that's you know people might think that or, or, or a layperson may think that, uh, oh, you're, you know, you, there's got to be something a cheaper model, but that that is the cheap model, and and. Um, you know, it's the, the the days of buying the so-called parade pieces. I think that's gone. You know, across the board. Yes, you can get something. You know, some chromed up this or that, whatever. But the the nuts and the bolts, bolts of the truck or the engine are the most important thing. We all realize that, and we have to you know portray that across to the people that we're selling this to. That um, you know, we we're not looking for. Um, extraordinary requests and uh, it's just very important that they realize that because we can all get in a lot of trouble quickly if uh, if, if they don't hear us so you said 47 years right 40 40 in my 47, 47. so what year did you join 1976 76 okay yeah. so yeah a little bit different back right then. A, right after BF right after BF so that the, the uh, you know, obviously, I have a couple of specials coming up in March. I'm going to do a BF Goodridge one. It was a, a major fire in downtown Shelton. 
Uh, for a long time, it was the largest case of industrial arson in U.S. history. And uh, around here, that's kind of, there's, there's, there's a few incidents. You know, there was the 55 flood, the BF Goodrich fire. We're going to do this series next week on the River Restaurant. Uh, you, that's kind of like the benchmark by when people yeah. joined, you know. That's it. You, had the, the, you know, the re, more recently you had uh, latex in the 90s and Aunt Sonia. So, yeah, there's uh, there's some hallmarks. And it's amazing, you know, in, in the little valley here, the little Naugatuck Valley, that uh, you hear about these, you know, we know we live those, but uh, that people have heard about them or read about them you know and, and you know i i travel a little bit i know dave travels a lot uh and and how often do you meet a, a firefighter from another part of the country or even a lay person and that may have some knowledge of those events and then they found out that you meet somebody that was right there and it's it's uh it's it's an interesting conversation yeah it is and uh you went you were at river i was yes yes well uh, Two and a half days, uh, two days straight, I think. I think I went on to change clothes. Okay. And now, what was your favorite apparatus your whole time? What was your What was your favorite rig? Oh boy. Well, I'll tell you this story. <laughs> um, I had a lot, a lot of f favorite ones, but the and this is not because I'm sitting in, in a storm engine company <laughs> here. But um, I was a member of uh, Boy Scouts Troop Three, and um, and our, we met right down the street next to the courthouse in the white church the white congregational church and one of our uh meeting nights we came up uh, it was during fire prevention week and i couldn't i couldn't remember the year right now it's had i'm talking in 1969 or 1970 um the the storm engine guys they took us for a ride on what they did just received a, a, a new 1969 on fire truck uh, engine 11 and they took us for a ride around town with them, you know, blew the sirens and all that. And um, they left. They they actually let let a few of us uh, uh, scouts. You know, they tied us in, of course. But we ran, rode on the back back step, and and that they were the only firehouse that would do that. <laughs> we went to other firehouses, and they just you know you you could look at the truck, but don't touch it. But uh, <laughs> well, yeah. So uh, I, engine eleven always uh, that engine eleven always had a soft part in my heart. I can still in, in my mind I could hear it start up. Yeah, that that yeah. deep yeah. that, that the Han uh, made. You know, I, I, <laughs> uh, my my membership in the fire department has been with the Pegasoka ladder, and um, uh, the the Maxim ladder, um, which is the predecessor uh, two times the predecessor of our current rig. Um, was a and it was actually a rebuild because uh, just prior to my joining in 1974, unfortunately the that apparatus and engine 12 from the storms uh, met conspicuously at an intersection, and uh, uh, um, the, the ladder, if you want to call it, survived, but it was greatly was sent to the factory for a big rebuild. Right, because that was so the all right, so the the 85 Pierce. Yeah. Had the the well, that originally was a '63 max. It was a uh, it was a maxim, right? And the the, the latter was built in '63, obviously the, the aerial. Um, the it, it broadsided engine 12 at the time, which was a 1958 GMC American for France. Uh, it took that truck out of and, and let me just say no, no one was killed in this accident correct yeah couple yeah. <laughs> couple of uh injuries uh nothing of, of a major nature 
nothing like threatening at all. Um, and that's something that we ever want to re, re reenact in any way, shape, or form. But the Engine 12 was uh, retired and replaced. And um, in fact, Dave's uncle, uh, grandfather was the fire commissioner, the well-known uh, Eddie Cotter. Um, he, he bought a new engine sight unseen. Uh, it was another GMC, American of France, and he, that replaced the one that was smashed uh, that went back into the storms. And the Maxim, Eddie, um, um, he, there was no favoritism with Eddie. He, uh, he took care of everybody you know, with an equal hand, which is another hallmark of his career. But um, he was able to make arrangements, and they shipped out the, the Maxim back to, to Pierce, um, uh, I'm sorry, we went to Middleboro uh, Maxim, that's where it was, uh, Middleboro Mass, and they remounted the, the aerial ladder from that truck onto a 85, 85, uh, I'm sorry, that was a, a, a 74, uh, it was a, onto a 74 Maxim. And then in 85, it would get mounted to the Pierce. It got mount, remounted again on, onto the Pierce, so that. So that, that, that ladder, the physical ladder, was in Derby on, for... On three different apparatus. For 40-some-odd years. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. That, and that ladder was... Uh, that's what I cut my teeth on, that ladder. And that was a, a truly a lightweight ladder. And it you, swayed. And, and I you could, knew I it. You. And you knew it. <laughs> so, all right. Well, Commissioner Gary Parker of the Derby Fire Department, thank you very much. Uh, again, uh, next week, we're going to start our, our River Restaurant Series. So we're going to do some background information, and then I, I hate to say bring some of the old-timers in, but bring some of the old-timers in and, and discuss you know the operations that took place there. Great. Dave, thank you very much. I appreciate the time today. I enjoyed it, and I hope I didn't bore anybody. Right. <laughs> Have a good day. Thank you.